Hey, Cubs fans, and welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. I am Ron Lutz. Unfortunately, Juice and I. Hello, Juice, first off. How we doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. But Juice and I are here to talk about, unfortunately, a very disappointing loss for the Cubs tonight. So the Cubs lose to the Nationals 4-3. to three. It felt like they were going to mount a little bit of a comeback, uh, the game being 4-1 at any given point. Um, Cubs get two, make it interesting, but unfortunately... Um, some some bad luck here and there, and you got your four three loss. So Juice, I'm going to turn it over to you right away, my man. Initial feelings after this one. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the ones during the year that you don't feel as bad about, though. Uh, just based on you know who pitched on the other side. Obviously, a great starter, Max Scherzer, throwing tonight. And with all that said, the Cubs had a chance, and they they drew him off in the fifth inning, which I think for, and it speaks volumes to their approach at the plate lately. I mean, they had four walks and pieced together five hits against him until, um, you know, he was eventually pulled. And, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it hurts because, obviously, when you have a performance against a starter like that, you hope to um, capitalize and, and put a tally in the win column. But with that said, if they can continue this plate approach, I feel like this is a recipe for success down the line. In a lot of ways, um, it'll be good to uh, – to see them, you know, be more patient and uh, yeah, it sucks because you want to see them win every night. But with that said, you know, there is another team on the other side in the visitors dugout with, you know, a, a three-time Cy Young award winner. So um, just tip your cap to it and uh, props to them for fighting all the way to the end. You know, the ring up on Nico Horner seems so much bigger um, in the ninth after Javi homers, because it's, you know, maybe he, you know, pokes something through the infield or works a walk and, you know, Javi's home run ends up being a, a tire. And then you're looking at entry, probably watching extra innings right now. But with that said, um, clean game, you know, Jake didn't have his best stuff, but I thought he battled. And then, uh, you know, they had chances to um, take the lead or, or to tie this one up and it just didn't break their way. So um, sad to see a loss. But with that said, I think there's a lot of good to pull out of this one, too. Absolutely. And I, I totally agree with you. But first, uh, let's go. Hello, Joey. How are you, sir? He says, Ugh, what's up, guys? Cody ruined it by not taking his girlfriend. Unfortunately, yeah. he is right. Yeah, I I think we're overstating Cody's luck factor. And I think it's just uh, his girlfriend. Right. I, I think, I think right. she's just lucky. It's yeah. her. We need to just start a GoFundMe for her to go all the games. Yeah. I mean, she was also, you know, Cody tells us that you know, she was at the David Bodie walk-off against the Nats for the, the ultimate Grand Slam. What are we doing here then, boys? I know. Hey, Cody. Sorry, Pimp. You can only go <laughs> if it's with if it's with Cassidy. I hate to break it to you, Pimp. That's what you gotta do. So um, no, that is that is kind of funny how that works out. But unfortunately, um, our guys Tommy Long and Cody Del Mendo did experience the loss because as we mentioned, um, Things look good early for the Cubs. You know, Horner uh, singled on a line drive, and uh, at that time, that scored Bodie. Unfortunately, Sogard thrown out at home because, I mean, if he could be any slower, he would look like me. And uh, But, you know, it was what it was, one nothing. Uh, but in the top of the third, Jake got into a little bit of trouble. Uh, a Trey Turner single scored Victor Robles, who had a double uh, right before that, and then a wild pitch scored Turner um, to get it to 2-1. to one. Top of the fourth, Robles just keeping it going. Uh, his single makes it 3-1, and then Juan Soto's 
Dude, did you see this home run? Yeah. Yeah, that thing bomb. was a screamer. He goes down to one knee. It's like yeah. it's like for all the NHL fans out there that have ever seen Steven Stamkos just clap a, a slap shot and drop to that knee. Or like Ovi does it a lot too. Like Rizzo does that pretty often too. Where yes. he's, he's trying to get the low pitch and yeah, and if he, he tries that. to bend it, if he tries to bend it around the foul pole, like holy shit. Once Soto sent that thing so hard into the scoreboard. That that is the second hardest ball in some capacity I've ever seen hit at Wrigley, whether on TV or in person. And the first one was the Schwarber Budweiser top of the top of the scoreboard. Yeah, you gotta you gotta throw Glen Allen Hill onto the rooftop yeah. across the the way. Honestly, too. honestly, and yes, that one hundred percent. And then Pete Alonzo's home run when they played the Mets a couple of weeks back. Yeah, that I one. was at that game. Yeah. I've never seen a ball travel that far in my life. <laughs> and that's it fast, was, right? It was that's unbelievable. Like, that's like crack, and that's already, you know, across the way. Dude, the, the strength of some of these guys is absolutely mind-boggling. But in the bottom of the fifth, the Cubs made it interesting. Uh, Ian Happ singled the center. Robles kind of screwed up his ankle earlier, uh, rounding first. So he maybe makes this play if he's not hurting, but unfortunately he's too slow. Adbert scores on the play as he came in uh, to pinch hit for Jake Ari- or pinch run, excuse me, for Jake Arrieta, who – Got a single in his last at-bat. Um, Ross trying to preserve the bench, and it kind of worked out for him, and we'll touch on that here in a second. But uh, Jock, who who was on base as well, he got to third. Chris Bryant got to second um, with Ian Happ. So they had the bases loaded, but unfortunately can't add. The one thing they did do, though, is they drove up Max Scherzer's pitch count, and they got him out of the game after the fifth inning. So that was helpful. Um, well, not really, because let's be honest, they only scored one more run in the bottom of the ninth after Javi came in. He and Willie had the excellent – pitch and catch to get the runner at second, which was Soto. And then Javi hits a moonshot into the night uh, to at least make this thing interesting. But like I said, the Cubs can't get the job done. Um, and that's, you know, that's where we are. That's where we land here uh, on this Wednesday night. And uh, our buddy Joey back at it again, playing an on tap game and see what kind of luck that brings. I like that idea. Uh, Cody and I are 0-1 at a game together. Um, sorry, Cody. It, it might truly be me and you. But um, I've seen them win, I think, every other Cubs game, though, that I've been to. And I've yeah, been I'm 0 1 myself. Uh, okay. So, I'm 2 and 1. I'm 2 and 1. So, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, I'll say that uh, I've seen a lot of good games, seen a lot of good home openers. I, um, Wrigley tends to price myself out come July. <laughs> so we'll have to make that happen pretty soon. Um, just because you know how those bleacher tickets look, uh, you know, come the summer months, they're uh, the a little rough. Um, and especially with all the pent up demand, but I'm not, I'm in, man. Let's, uh, let's go. We'll, uh, 120 game at noon sounds like, uh, or 120 game on a Saturday. Sorry, not at noon. 120 game on a Saturday sounds good to me. Let's, let's go. Hell yeah. I mean, if we could really pull it off and make it a Friday, cause that just hits differently, but, um, you never know. Saturdays are still pretty good too. They're so. for the boys too, from what I heard. So yeah, so See? we hear. Um, <laughs> but juice, I mean, this one was kind of wild. Uh, Arietta kind of got knocked around a little bit. I mean, he didn't look atrocious, but he didn't look great either. Uh, but Nance coming in looking great yet again. Uh, Brothers gets out of that jam that he created for himself uh, in his two thirds innings of work. Tapera had an inning. Maples had an inning. So. The, the pitching, again, was pretty good all around in the bullpen, at least, and then the starters struggled again. So it's the same narrative. And, and, and Juice, I mean, 
from the words of our friend, truly Cody on tap, let Keegan Thompson try to pitch every fifth day, because right now it feels like a better option than some of the guys they currently have in the rotation. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, I think, you know, just going back to the bullpen, there's a lot of guys that I think are going to find themselves without a job, considering that there's just so many high leverage arms that seem to be working out lately. Uh, you're really looking at a deep part of the the team that I think, you know, for a while was kind of the Achilles heel, you know, post 2016. Um, they really struggled to find guys that they trusted. And now it seems like David Ross has, you know, five or six guys that he can kind of turn to as they play uh, and they get deeper into the game, depending on situations. But with that said, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think another bad start by Trevor Williams and that's, that's, totally in the conversation right i mean if you're looking to at you know i know alec mills is hurt but he's you know he had a good 2022 so i mean it's it's uh that's an option but with that said you know i mean there's there's he's only on a one-year deal and that's trevor williams so what's the i mean it's no skin off the cubs back if it doesn't work out it's a prove it deal it's not a big you know it's not a blow to the organization if he doesn't work out but um yeah I'm, I'm for it uh if it means that they're winning more baseball games or the starters are going deeper because you know we talked about this uh, on the show on monday that you know these starters got to start going a little deeper into games because while we talk about how great the bullpen's been it's early on in the season and they've pitched a lot of innings already and i know they keep just pulling rabbits out of the hat with more and more guys from you know, the minor league system or guys that they've, you know, they've just picked up, but I mean, come on, man, like this, this starting rotation needs to, they need to be better. And, and I think like it, it just shows in a game like tonight, because you know, going into it, there's next to no room to air when you're going against a guy like Max Scherzer and to fall back, you know, four one and the nationals bullpen itself is pretty solid as well is uh, you're, you're asking for a lot. And that's why I think that, you know, from the offensive side of tonight, there's not much for me to complain about because, you know, they were kind of put in a spot where they're they're trying to come back against a, a pretty deep, you know, um, bullpen and a really solid starter, you know, a guy who's a Cy Young Award winner, like I said earlier. So, um, yeah, I think the I think the Achilles heel and a lot of it too has been a, the early innings for the starters. Do you not? I mean. Kyle Hendricks, when he was going bad, it seemed like every first inning was like he was getting beat up early, you know, and and the same with Davies. And I think kind of the same in the recent passes gone true to Jake too, you know, really early on in ball games, it seems like before he can get settled in, they, you know, are kind of jumping him. But that's like a mantra for baseball, right? If you're – make sure you get to the starter early and that way, you know, you you get them uncomfortable. But with that said, I I think – I think the offense looked good tonight. I, I, I'm for some mix-up in the rotation because if this keeps going the way it's going, the bullpen will be will be dead by mid mid July. We'll be you know talking about how these guys are really struggling because they've pitched too much. So um, yeah, let's see. And he's he's a young kid, you know. So I mean, we're if we're really truly looking for the future, see what the kids got. Yeah, I, I like Keegan Thompson. I, I'm on the the Keegan Thompson fan club train. Uh, very, very happy about him. I know Cody's very big on Justin Steele um, as well. You know, 
just these two guys are fun to watch. It makes you excited about what some of that future is. Juice, you and I had an episode that one night where we joked about, you know, watching this game in two phases, you know, the 2021 Cubs and the future Cubs, like, and trying to find a happy balance between the two of them. Tonight's game kind of had, you know, or like some of these games lately, excuse me, have had that feel with guys like sure. Thompson and Justin Steele coming in in big moments now and shutting the door. Um, just as quality pitchers that could come out of the pen right now and potentially could be starters someday. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, man, I agree with you though about the offense. I think you said it perfectly. Like I'm not terribly displeased. Like they they got Scherzer out of the game in five innings. They did enough damage to the bullpen to at least make it interesting. I mean, you could argue, you know, no bad call on the Nico Horner or questionable call. I won't say it's a bad call because I guess it could go either way, but you get it. So, yeah. you know, if that maybe I mean, he's on only, base, maybe it's totally different. There's only one gripe you can really kind of give the offense tonight, and it's the fact that they had bases loaded with one out. With Wishers are on the ropes, and they couldn't deliver the knockout blow. But with that said, the guy who's pitching on the other side is really, really good. So, I mean, sometimes you load them up, and and you're unable to, you know, kind of manufacture it. I know that that those get uh, Cody's arm hair erect, and uh, there just weren't enough of them tonight, which, hey, sometimes the ball just doesn't roll your way. And uh, I feel like tonight was just one of those nights for the Cubs. Yeah, it, it really did feel that way, unfortunately, because this one little thing here, one little thing there, and I know every game you can make that argument with, but it felt smaller tonight, like just very minuscule things versus like bigger picture, like, oh, well, you know, if they – if they were better with runners and scoring position, well, yeah, no shit. If they had, you know, if they leave 23 guys on, you would hope they would play at least three, four of them for Christ's sake. I mean, you should expect more, but it is what it is. So, um, you know, it's really interesting, but you know, they just, they continue to get the job done. They're, they're the best offense in baseball since April 17th. Tonight might've slightly affected that number a little bit um, in runs per game, but, I don't think enough to get it out of first place. And if they are, they're still number two to literally the team on the other side of town because both offenses are just – Chicago's just leading the way. What do you expect? Yeah, you yeah. Expect? It's, I think uh, I, I think this approach is what will win them more baseball games rather than not. And that's mm-hmm. – you know, with I hope that uh, they can take that approach going on to each game, no matter who the starter is. I know it's a little easier to do that when you have a guy like Max out there. So your, your at bats, you know, are, are more precious, you know, than if, if the fifth guy on, you know, Miami Marlins are pitching, you know, but with that said, you know, it's a tough game to lose today, but I think that it doesn't feel as bad if they go out and win tomorrow, you know, if they go out and take three out of four, Hey, that's all you could ask for win series. But if they lose tomorrow, tonight will feel a little bit worse, right? That's the – it'll feel like they, you know, kind of left, especially if they get blown out tomorrow for some godforsaken reason. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll, it doesn't feel bad now because you know that they play tomorrow and mm-hmm. they have a chance to, you know, take three out of four. But it's uh, – it'll hurt more tomorrow if they don't win. Yeah, I mean, they're – I mean, it's – literally 14 hours from now, they're right back at it again. Um, I know myself, I will be in a moving vehicle during the game. So that's neither here nor there. I'm sure people will hear me banter about it on Twitter uh, (laughs) at some point in the afternoon. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, 
it's one of those ones, like you said, it, that, that describes it perfectly. Like, hey, they had a chance. They come back tomorrow. If they win, you know, you feel a little bit, you feel a lot better about it. But if, like you said, they get just smacked tomorrow, you're like, well, shit. Because now the Cardinals are on the schedule this week. Yep. Oh, and we, you know, cool. we still got to talk to Alexa about her experience in St. Louis. We do. She's not back yet. Um, I don't know what the hell she's doing down there. If she's being held against her will, but uh, maybe yeah, she's so, staying. Maybe she's staying for the first Cubs game on Friday and then driving back. Oh God, I hope not. Be back in time for the Sunday show. I I hope that she's down there um, for less than another twenty minutes, and then she's on her way back because it's it's been too long since we've heard from our friend Alexa. Yeah, and uh, been, I'm starting to I'm starting to worry about her. You know, that's yeah, it's understandable. I would be too, um, but no, absolutely. I, I think, uh, yeah, they need tomorrow's game. It, it'll give them a lot of good momentum going in, into the weekend uh, for sure. But again, outside of that, man, like you know, I'm trying to find great things to talk. I mean, Nico Horner continues to impress. I mean, Chris Bryant continuing to be a you know audition himself to be an MVP or be a very wealthy paid free agent by some other team. I hope it's the Cubs. I really do. I want him in Chicago. I want number 17. I would rather number 17 in terms of longevity because I think he's got him beat, but like it, it better be Chris Bryant and not Mark Grace. Just duel it, right? Just just, just duel retire both for both of them. Just, you can, but KB's got to stick around. Mark, I'm a big Mark Grace guy, even though he's, he's kind of a dirtbag in, in post, his post-baseball career. Um but yeah, I uh, I actually they, they were lucky, and Boog said it on the or JD said it on the telecast. They were lucky that he got he, he didn't square that ball up. I mean, he mm-hmm. hit it really hard, but didn't get under it because that ball's hammered in the ninth inning. Yeah, and the game's tied. Like we said, we're probably still watching extras if um, he gets that ball in the air because that was one of the harder hit balls of the night, minus you know Juan Soto's one knee. <sighs> Nuke. Just massacre, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I, I think uh, I think tomorrow it'll be interesting to see who's in the lineup, and um, you know if if Rizzo's back, if you know Jason Hayward is um, okay again. You know that's that's the other part of this that I think that we didn't touch on. It's the fact that injuries right now are, you know, people are like players are coming back. But like slowly, there's some rickety things going on, right? I mean, they they didn't have the deepest bench tonight because the Rizzo's back, and then they had to, you know, take Jay Hay out as well and and work some things around. And but uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll be all right. We'll make it. Hopefully, they win tomorrow. Yeah, uh, a win tomorrow cures a lot of sins of today. Um, I think that's just a really easy way to look at it. So. Juice, do you have a final thought for me, or would you like to move forward? Uh, no, I just move on. You know, like you said, you got another game in 14 hours. Uh, no more Max Scherzer on the mound tomorrow. So, you know, get out to a, a quick start and uh, take three out of four and then uh, take some momentum into St. Louis, right? That's That's the key for tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's absolutely the goal, especially because you have the extra time because it is a Friday night game. So you get that extra, you know, more or less six hours kind of tacked on, seven hours tacked on to when you would normally be playing a game. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Um, 
about tomorrow's game, a win really would make make my weekend a little better, you know, and especially a big win on Friday night would really just send us into the weekend. Just woo, and it would be a good time. But, um, oh, and also, before we get to the next game, can't forget P.J. Higgins getting to make his debut today. You know, Major League debuts are cool and tough around here at ONTAP Sportsnet. Um, so really, really, really happy for him. You know, didn't do anything offensively, but uh, played a decent first base when they had to move around. And Jay Hay tweaked his, uh, I believe it was his oblique mm-hmm. or hamstring. It was one of the two. Um, you know, and and so KB has to go out to right and Higgins comes in at first. So, and because Rizzo's back is still bothering him. So the injury bug seemingly striking again uh, in this one. So that is a very long-winded last thought for you. But there was a lot of things I wanted to quickly bring up before sure. we go ahead and move forward. But let's go ahead and do such thing because, as you said, Juice, a win in tomorrow's game gives us a lot of hope and faith going into the Cardinal series. So let's get excited about it right now because the Washington Nationals are visiting the Cubs for their last game of the series on Thursday, it is a 121st pitch. You cannot beat those here in the city of Chicago, especially in the summertime, and we are inching closer to summer. Uh, it is at beautiful Wrigley Field, and we will be able to hear the game on the usual suspects, Cubs fans, WRTO 1200, 670, the score, Marquee Sports Network, and for those in the Nationals markets, 1067, the fan, and MASN MLB Network for those that are out of market. So if you are out of market, enjoy this one. This should be a good game. Um, maybe more so for offense than for pitching because the Nationals will be trotting out Joe Ross tomorrow. Um, the brother of former major leaguer Tyson Ross is two and three on the year with a 580 ERA and 33 Ks. As for Trevor Williams, he is two and two on the season for the Cubs, 627 ERA and 37 Ks. So neither one of these guys exactly blown you away with their numbers, but Hey, we've seen moments of brilliance from Trevor Williams Throughout his career, we've seen the same from Joe Ross. So, Juice, hit me with what you're expecting from tomorrow's game. Maybe a little preview, a little sneak peek, a prediction perhaps, and a a fly the W player as well. Yeah, uh, I think Trevor Williams, while I don't have the road and home splits in front, I do remember him having most of his better starts at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's hope that that trend kind of comes back or, uh, you know, pops it's it's ugly or it's it's beautiful head not ugly head because it's it's great when he comes out and is able to throw um deep in the games because they need it because they they keep like we said earlier they they keep on a, these starters are just unable to get um past the sixth inning and that's like i said we we need um we need deep these starters to go deeper um i will say this uh, i hope that uh you know they get ahead early Let's have another boring win. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, me and you love talking boring wins oh, the, the next best. day. The um, best. And uh, been a lot of one run games lately. So I'm hoping uh, the Cubs are able to get an early lead and, and then just kind of cruise on it. And let's hope that, you know, Williams can put together a solid five innings. Cause that's at this point, you know, I think we'd be happy with that, even though, I'll be pushing for more than than that, considering you know the bullpen usage and heading into St. Louis, you, you want everybody fully well, not fully rested, but you know ready to go um, against your division rival, especially a team that uh, is in first place right now that you you know can possibly you know catch up with and uh, and gain some games back. So um, that's my hope. I 
bring the vats. Hopefully this is one of those, like, you know, in, uh, in college football, when Bama plays their first, you know, game of the season and it's like, you know, sisters of the poor college. Austin, plays that Austin P and Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. But they, you know, they donate like a couple million dollars to build their, you know, building. And then that's the, you know, they're like, yeah, we'll play in football. But, you know, at the end of it, you know, the starters are, they've been sitting for three quarters and hopefully this is one of those. The Cubs just go out and win like 10 to one. That'd be nice. Right. You know, like a, be lovely. a little like tune up before you go in and, and play the Cardinals. I think that that would uh, really up the confidence and uh, be nice to see the Cubs, you know, bring the bats after, you know, rough, not a rough night, but, you know, lower end on the scoring spectrum. So for sure, uh, get back to, uh, you know, scoring. I think it was five or six runs a game that they've been averaging. Right. That's that's around there. Yeah. Um, it's like five point six eight yeah. or something like that. So yeah. hopefully they, you know, score six, seven runs. And I feel like you got a good good chance to win tomorrow. Um, but tune up tune up game would be sweet. You know, like a, like if even like a 13 one would be nice to. Let's let's get a stat patter as they call it sometimes. So now you're getting um, greedy. Now yeah, you're getting greedy I am. I am. But you know what? After uh, Max Scherzer being on the mound, um, I'm expecting locked in at bats because if they can look that that patient and that confident with that guy on the mound, there's no reason Jim Ross or Joe Ross. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> David Ross, uh, whatever Ross is being trotted out there. Let's. Uh, um, Let's hit him around. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It, so it's going to be a good game. Fly the W player of the game. Got to take KB. Guy is like on fire. Every single at bat just seems to be well put, professional at bats. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking he probably goes yard tomorrow. Going to call it. I don't usually call these, but when I do, Ron, you know, they usually go yard. They do. That was creepy as hell because we did Sunday's show. For those that maybe don't know, we did Sunday's show. And then Monday's recap we literally regurgitated what juice predicted it was terrifying like you nailed the kyle schwarber home run in the debut and like ultimately not it not battering not in the same way but similar and like just so many things fell into line and it was so yeah javi baez took lester yard that was my yes that was that was my other um he was your fly the w pick yeah and i think uh i think i said that john wouldn't I think he said that he would be chased early, but he he battled through he it. But hung around a little. He bit, hung yeah. around a little bit, but if he didn't, the Nationals probably had a better chance to win that baseball game. So thank God that he, he did. No offense to John. No, this yeah. is his return to Wrigley Field, and um, but yeah, no. Hopefully, uh, Chris Bryant, another one goes yard tomorrow, and uh, it would be uh, nice to put a W before heading to uh, to St. Louis. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. That'll be that'll be huge. I really don't have much else to add to that, man. I think you nailed it. I would just I want a boring game. I want to feel confident going into the evening. Um, you know, it'll be a great Cubs post game show if that's the case. Uh, no matter who it is that's on, I'm actually not sure who our panelists will be for tomorrow. I know I will not be one. So, um, little rotation here. Probably Cody, uh, maybe Juice. I don't know what you have going on, Juice, but. Unfortunately, I will not be on tomorrow. I am okay. uh, heading back to Chicago. Oh well, there you go. So uh, it'll be it'll be Cody and insert name here. Uh, as of now, we will get that squared away. You will know before the post game goes live uh, tomorrow after the game. Hopefully, it's in the daytime. Otherwise, it might be in the evening. Who knows? But little flexibility there because of the early game. So 
we will be on target, hopefully to be right after the game, and hopefully you join in with us uh, as you're ending your work day. And it's kind of officially the weekend because, let's be honest, for those that used to have a corporate job or still do have a corporate job, um, me being one of the used tos, Thursday was like the start of your weekend. Friday was a very easy day, and you just rolled right into Saturday. So you en- you enjoy it because you know we want to send you into the weekend the right way, especially if you're off on Friday. Maybe you just took a random day off. Um, we'll send you some virtual high fives and, and tell you to enjoy your weekend. So, yeah, Juice, big win tomorrow, and, and we roll right into St. Louis. Uh, my fly the W pick, I'm going to go with Nico Horner. I think he nice. just – continues to put together you know a lot of people have been picking him in our you know other cubs on tap contributors that have been picking um some of our listeners and followers that have been picking as well he's he's been a popular choice and i think i'm gonna ride some of that hot hand i've gone kb a lot this season and rightfully so he's been absolutely dominant and just sensational this season but i really like nico horner i'm excited he's back and healthy uh, and I, I think he has a really nice day tomorrow. Some day baseball will bring it out of the, uh, the the you know, the West Coast kid. Um, it'll be good stuff. I'm really pumped for Nico. And like you said, hopefully, you know, he has a good day and that translates to a Cubs win. Yeah, I'm with you. I like that pick. I think uh, he's swinging a nice bat um, lately. Uh, doing a lot of it with the glove, as we saw. I think that was Monday night, correct? Yeah, with the mm-hmm. diving state save there uh, with bases loaded. Um, but I like that pick. I think both of our guys should have uh, solid days tomorrow. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I really am. And, hey, if we're both saying, hey, my, I did a good pick with the Fly the W, then that's when you know it's a really good game uh, for right. our beloved Cubs. Well, Juice, um, I do want to remind everybody that Cubs on Tap is the official Cubs podcast of the On Tap Sports Network. You can check out all of our great literary and podcasting works over at www ontapsportsnet.com and at ontapsportsnet on social media. Uh, we have not only great Cubs coverage, we have Bears, we have Bulls, we have Blackhawks. And yeah, let's be honest, Cubs fans, y'all got a friend that's a White Sox fan. I have a lot of them. We have pretty good, damn good coverage for them too. So go ahead and check them out as well. Uh, and we have plenty of other sports. If you're a big soccer fan, that's getting off the ground uh, as well as many other things. Golf, which juices uh speaks to quite often i am actually hoping to resurrect my golf game on friday morning so i will let Attaboy. you know how that goes sir major weekend too uh pga championship yeah so, there you go so golf fans plenty uh, of good sports this weekend you got the cardinals and the cubs you got the pga championship uh, i think the nba playing games are also this this weekend yeah uh, i think they're going on right now as well um yeah a lot of good uh so it might be a good weekend to bring the tv outside that's exactly and, what I was uh, going to say. Have a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah. Pull the TV outside, have some friends over, um, you know, be safe about it and everything. Grill a little bit, um, you know, but but bring your laptop out and join in with us here at ONTAP Sports Network. Uh, once again, find us on the interwebs, www.ontapsportsnet.com and at ONTAP Sportsnet on social media. You can follow these pod-specific accounts at Cubbies, that's C-U-B-B-I-E-S on tap. Uh, that is both Twitter and Instagram. I am at Loose on tap on Twitter, juices at juice on tap on Twitter and um, the on tap sports network, baby. Check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. So juice. This was fun, man. Despite the loss, this is always a good time. We get to talk some Cubs baseball. Uh, It's going to be a fun weekend. It really is, you know, big series with the Cardinals uh, and then a little foreshadowing, taking us all the way out into Memorial day weekend, which I know people get very excited for kind of the unofficial official start of summer uh, for many people. Um, really around the country and especially in the Chicagoland area. 
And uh, yeah, man, a lot of good baseball. Off day Monday. Hopefully you crush the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh. And then you roll in with the Cincinnati Reds. Nick Castellanos returns to Wrigley. He's going to just break my heart all weekend long. Thankfully, I'm at the bachelor party that weekend. But he's just going to break my heart. I'm going to get the notification. (laughs) Ding! Nicholas Castellanos has hit a three-run home run. And oh, no. Stop it. Win eight to three. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he'll be the only offense, but I'll still feel bad because he should still be a Chicago Cubs, especially when the DH comes with the NL inevitably. So, well, trade um, deadline's coming, buddy. Hey, I said that the other day. I was, I was like trying to speak it into existence with Cody. I'm like, hey, I was like, I'll tell you what, uh, this this trade deadline's going to look really good when uh, when they trade for Nicholas Castellanos and bring him back because <laughs> the Reds are just so far gone out of the chase. They can afford to get rid of that money, and the Cubs are going to be like, huh, you know, we're okay because after this year, we can pay for him. He's going to DH and play a very average left field, and he's just going to hit moonshots, and he's going to have a top four NL OPS like him and Chris Bryant do right now. And mm, 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 mm. he and looks great. World w- Series, w- and everybody will be happy. And then <laughs> Ron Luce will just—I could probably die happy at that point. We're getting to that level of <laughs> Cubs fandom here. <laughs> well, it's like it's like one- a great book that you're writing, and you have to end it at some point, like. Maybe not necessarily life, but at least like, hey, take a break from Cubs fandom for a little bit. You rode the roller coaster. You got to catch up with the memory of it and the adrenaline rush from all of it, all the great things that happened. So well, take a break step, from it. One step at a time, though, buddy. Let's let's go oh, yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm gonna focus. Then I'm gonna focus on a, a, a Chicago Bears championship with Justin Fields at quarterback. And you know, I know the Bears on tap guys agree with me, and I encourage you guys to go check them out as well. Um, like, oh man, that's another. That's like another storybook end for a little bit. You got to put the bookmark in it and pause for a little bit. And go try something else before you get to the end of it. So, um, it'll be good. But, well, Juice, I think uh, I think we should get out of here. The only way to know how to, man. And it'll be a great weekend of baseball. And um, we'll be back on the mic variously throughout the weekend. Uh, let's get out of here, man. Let's go, Cubbies. Let's go, Cubbies.